This week on We Need to Talk, teen rom-coms, which we love, the deep ends, oh brother, and Jennifer Addison screws all the salad fans on TikTok salad. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Father's Day. And when everybody's listening to this, I hope you guys all had a great Father's Day. Happy Juneteenth. Very exciting. I'm drinking today, although this is not accurate. So don't say why it's not (laughs) accurate. But Big Frank's favorite drink besides red wine is a vodka gimlet. So I'm drinking a vodka gimlet, but I guess I'll just say it. So these ice cubes are not very accurate, but it was warm and it's too much for me. But I got plenty of lime juice, Big Frank. Cheers to Um, you. Happy Father's Day. The inaccuracy is the ice cubes. That's what you're calling inaccurate. The ice yeah, cubes? I don't think he'd like that. I think he'd like it like cold, shaken, the lime juice. But whatever. It's fun to say I'm drinking a, tri- a vodka gimlet. Cheers to you. A tribute to tribute. Big Frank will appreciate it. No yes, matter what. Yes. Speaking of tribute, <laughs> shower went off. Great success, everyone. I have to say the pictures really made it look like a wedding. Somebody sent me a TikTok. It's the engagement white dress into the shower white dress into the bachelorette white dress into the rehearsal dinner. I mean, it's all about the white dress. I felt that Marissa's dress looked <laughs> just like a wedding dress. She looked gorgeous. She looked gorgeous, but she the- looked like a bride. The cupcakes in the shape of the wine. Oh, for the color of Merlot. That's right. Amazing. That's right. Let's cheers to Pauline. She loves a shout out. Oh, my God, Pauline. Kudos to you. And then the other thing that I really enjoyed because I love attention to details, which I want to say a lot of things come from TikTok these days. I loved that in the vases were wine corks. Yes, I loved that. Yes. Amazing. So my sister's best friend has a company called Good Vines Only, and she provided all of the flowers and she made those centerpieces with the gorgeous. Luckily for me, I drink a lot. So (laughs) I was able to provide a couple hundred. (laughs) (laughs) But the centerpieces, but see, you knew it was going to come in handy. Wherever you were, the view was beautiful. Thank you. We were at Giando's on the water in Williamsburg. Did you ever go to an event that has because, you know, we talked about this. The new thing is these dessert tables. Did you have yeah. a go- have you gone to it? OK, so I I mean, listen, I'm new to these dessert tables. <laughs> they were not around. Now I go to events. Every event has a dessert table. Yeah. In my experience with events that have dessert tables, you go up, maybe you take one to eat at that moment. And then usually the host of the party will have a little bag or a little box. And if you want to maybe say, oh, I'll, I'm not going to eat this chocolate covered Oreo now, I'll take it home. Right. And I've been to parties and events that have it in many different iterations. Okay. I've been to a few that have what you're saying, where there's a cute little box to make make a take home box. Okay, great. So at our event, we had bags and we had some cute little boxes. You make the box yourself and you put whatever you want in it. Okay. In all of my experiences, (laughs) I have never seen people leave with three or four boxes. (gasps) You had had two fisters. I call that two fisting, right? Doubles, triples. These Ginzos, we're all Ginzos. We like to eat. I get it. But I'm telling you, wait, but I want to walk out with three or four boxes. I want to just ask this question because I've been to places where there's obviously so much and the host or hostess will say we have so much. Please 
take extra, bring to your I, family, bring to the duh, bring to I that, bring of to course say, please, we have the box. There was so much. So I get, but even it looks like they, they went to the bakery so <laughs> with the boxes. Ask me what I got. Zero. Ask me, <laughs> ask me what producer Ed got. Zero. Ask me what my sister got. Zero. <laughs> oh, my Lord. But listen, it was a great success and it's over. And now we're on to the next thing. Was there anything that happened at the shower that was different that you wanted to let me know about that? You're like, hey, that never happened before. So no one opens gifts anymore. That's interesting. So do the gifts go to the place or they don't even show up? There's not even a display of the gifts. Some gifts show up. Some people brought gifts wrapped in clear. One of my friends made a picture frame with the pictures that, that she the gifts she bought. So, yeah, some showed up, but the majority of them got shipped to the address provided. Yeah. So there's no gifts. So I like the no opening thing, but I was thinking to myself, what are we doing for four hours? But you guys had a game or no game? We had a couple of games, which were very cute. We had guest bingo, which was cute. So people were winning games. And then at like half hour before the party ends, the groom to be comes in and they do this newlywed game and they have the girl's shoe and the guy's shoe. And then they lift up the shoe of the question, you know, whoever's whatever the question is, like, who was the cook in the house? And they lift up right. the guy's shoe, you know. So that's cute. I never really saw that live with the girl shoe. And the I guy never shoe. heard of the shoe part of it. Yeah, I guess but- that's how they say who it is. So that was cute. All good. And the four hours kind of flew by. Okay. And then I had my own after party because I just needed a cocktail after it was over. Well, or, and also you had a lot th- of extra Marissa's wine. <laughs> I had a lot of extra, <laughs> a lot of extra Cuvée. All right. We're on to the next thing. (laughs) Well, speaking of talks, this Jennifer Aniston TikTok problem. Have you heard about it? You brought it up to me. I don't even know what's what's happening. All right. So, of course, I think we've discussed the fact that salad talk is one of my favorite parts. Yes. Loser. Yes. I love it. I love it. And one of the most popular videos on TikTok salad talk is the Jennifer Aniston friend salad, because the rumor is that she ate the same exact salad every day for 10 years, which she admits to eating the same salad every day for 10 years. However, she just posted yesterday that this Jennifer Aniston friend salad that's online that everybody's making and watching is not her salad. I've made her salad and it's delicious. Now she's telling me it's not her salad. So she feels very guilty that all these people think that the salad we're all making is the salad. But the correct salad is not anywhere close to her salad. So just for the record, for anybody on here who's on salad talk, nobody is on salad talk. But you the TikTok salad that I believe to be Jen's salad was bulgur, cucumbers, parsley, mint, red onion, a can of chickpeas, pistachios and feta. Delicious, by the way. However, yeah, it's delicious. I've made it. It's not her salad. Did she ever say it was her salad? Salad talk said it was her salad. OK, well, then you got to check your sources. Who the hell is salad talk? Listen, everybody. Believes now, what is her salad? salad? Maybe her salad's better than that salad. You know what? I'm not so thrilled with her salad. What, what is it? Hers is lettuce, chicken, <laughs> egg whites, a couple of chickpeas, couple and bacon with a vinaigrette. And sometimes, sometimes a touch of pecorino cheese. Not even close. She's not eating bulgur every day for 10 years. Keeping that figure. Well. 
Also, it said a can of chickpeas, which yeah, I always thought to myself, a can, chickpeas. a can of chickpeas. And then yeah, that should have threw you build. off right there. A salad talk. <laughs> All right. So we we finished a couple of things. Well, at least I finished yeah, a couple I of things. Too. So we need to talk. So I finished hacks and I 100 percent agree with you. I loved the ending. I think it's the way it needed to go. I'm not going to up the ending for anybody who didn't finish yet. Go. I love the season. No sophomore slump at all. And we just found out it's renewed. Correct. I thought it was renewed last week when we discussed it, but now it's official. It's official. And I am so happy that you agree with me because a lot of people are bitching about the way it ended. And I'm not. No, exactly right. No, I am not. Especially if you want there to be another season. Exactly right. It wasn't the series finale. So, yes, I loved it. So please, I know we've said this a million times, but need to watch hacks. All right. I finished and I don't even think we need to talk, but I finished the wild season two which I haven't even started yet, but you're telling me I don't need to watch it, right? Well, I mean, I don't understand. The Wild is on Amazon Prime and we knew it was those girls that got stranded in the plane crash. And then we knew that the plane crash was staged. Like this is all from last season. So I'm not giving anything away. Right. And then I think I said on this podcast that now for season two, they introduce a group of boys who the same thing has happened to them. So right. so it's simultaneously, it, two things are happening, the girls and the boys. So it's like some experiment. I don't feel like I found anything out. I don't feel like there was any real development. I don't even know if I'd call it a sophomore slump. I just don't know what I would call it. Okay, well, the question is, do you care about the boys? And do you care at this point about the experiment and finding anything out? Or do you say... I'm not even going to bother with season three. I don't care, actually. But I wanted to know what their response is to this. Or do they go back to regular life and nothing? Nothing. I got zero. And there's not one snippet of the girls. There's okay. a snippet of the girls. You know how season one ends that they're in this bunker thing and yeah. being questioned. So the girls and the guys are in the same bunker. OK, I don't think I'm interested. So I think I'm giving it up. OK, so then I'm not going to bother with season two. I'm I feel bad there. telling you not to bother, but I feel like you're going to say the same thing. Well, look, I got a lot coming and we're busy, very busy and we are busy. <laughs> we are watching salad talks and Jennifer Aniston has screwed us. <laughs> I'm making the wrong salad. It's you're making the wrong busy. salad. So you finished the first ladies. I did not. I got to say, did I you love really it? really loved the first lady. OK, I'm so excited. So we're definitely and, saying stream that, right? Yes. And here's the thing. All three of these women's performances are going to get accolades. I guarantee it. But I have to say, Michelle Pfeiffer as Betty Ford. Unbelievable performance, really. And Jillian Anderson as Eleanor Roosevelt. Also brilliant. I have an issue with Viola Davis as Michelle Obama, which a lot of people are saying, you know, the way that she does. I think she's doing a good Michelle Obama. The problem is I don't feel distracted when I watch Michelle Obama speak. So she's overemphasizing the way she speaks. Either way, I learned so much. I now, didn't know so much about these women. I didn't know their impact on our country as much as this show leads me to believe to be true, especially Eleanor Roosevelt. I mean, I always knew she was a badass, especially in that time. But the other thing I think that was, I guess, a little eye opening for me is that in the grand scheme of things, all these women dealing with all the things that they were dealing with, not much has changed in the world. Not much. Well, I mean, that's I don't know if that's a good thing, but I mean, it's not. But just we think we've progressed and we think women, you know, have pushed so hard on so many issues, but we haven't come as far as I think we need to. But it was just fascinating to me. I loved every second. 
I have to finish. So I'm assuming now, just based on that glowing review, that you got over your issue with it bouncing back and forth. Yes. From the past to the present, the past. I did. I did. Okay. All right. So first ladies is on Showtime. And so we are saying I didn't finish it, but I knew it from episode three. We're saying stream it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I definitely say stream it. And I hope that this continues and we get three different first ladies next time. There's been no word on that. Oh, that's a good idea. Actually, I like that. Yeah, that would be cool. This could be a one and done thing, though. If it was one and done, I'd be fine. But if there are other first ladies that are this interesting, I'd love to watch it. Yeah, that's awesome. Good idea. Let's get away from the very intellectual first ladies and go (laughs) and do a talk about what we know best, which is the teen (laughs) rom-coms. Because we're losers. Why do we like these teen rom-coms so much? I don't know. I was thinking about this the other day. I thought that maybe as I got older, the teen rom-com wouldn't be as delightful as it is to me. No, but it's actually the opposite. I think I love them more. Great. As I'm aging. Yes. I need more and more teen rom-coms. I can never get enough of the teen rom-coms. The only thing is with many of these teen rom-coms is I can pretty much tell you the story from the opening credits. Okay, it's like a good hallmark. You know, it's going to end. Who cares? You know, there's a couple of criteria. You know, I'm a little superficial. Everybody has to be smoking hot or I'm out. So that's an issue. If I don't have some eye candy, I'm out. I have to kind of figure out if it's going to be a love triangle. I always have to figure out what the issue is, but it's always the same. Well, in these two that we're going to introduce now, you have a little eye candy. I have a lot of eye candy, (laughs) which is so good. So the summer I turned pretty is all the boys are cute on Amazon Prime. (laughs) And this is the same. So it's another series of books, Jenny Han. And it's the same author as to all the boys I've loved before, which we love. Right. Right. And there's a secret. There's always one of these. Have you told her yet? Yes. Right. Right. (laughs) I'm not telling her. Don't. Tell her. And of course, you know, the next episode, someone's telling her whatever the it is. Summer I Turned Pretty has eye candy. Yes. And of course, it's always at the beach, which There's we love a beach. and a beautiful home, which <laughs> beautiful we love. House. <laughs> I'm on the third episode. I think there's seven or eight episodes. They're easy to watch. I don't know if it's good or bad. I haven't even read anything about any reviews, if it's good or bad. But who cares? I just I love care. it. Yeah, I love it. No, it's the perfect way to enter the summer with all the cute boys running around the beach club. Yeah, I love it. Love it. So listen, this is not a stream it or skip it situation. This is just a personal we, preference. Did, did we say what it's about or does it not matter? No, tell us what it's about. Go ahead. OK. And of course, there's always a nickname, right? So this girl's name is Isabella. But what do people call her? Belly. Belly. <laughs> so stupid. Dude. This is a coming of age story. You hang out with a bunch of boys that are family, friends, grow up like brother and sister. Right. And then one day you turn 16. You know, your Pretty. hair is down and you're wearing these cute little outfits. And, right. you know, you're getting noticed by boys. And so it's all the things I love. That's exactly what happened to Belly. She goes and spends the entire summer with her mom's best friend's kids. Great. They're all boys. She has also has a brother. And of course, you know, this year she goes up to her room and she changes into her outfit. She's going to wear a bikini. It's amazing. She comes downstairs and the boys that are even her family friends look at her like, 
Hey, and of course, I love the fact that things don't make sense, though. The fact that none of them keep in touch via text all year makes no sense. I guess they don't keep in touch and don't speak for a year. And then as soon as they show up, it's oh, you're tall. Oh, this is what you look like. Oh, they don't follow her on Instagram. I mean, come on. I grew up like that same kind of thing with my mother's best friend, but we didn't have phones or social media. Now that part does seem a little unrealistic, but all cute. You know, you read into these things too much. I'm not even thinking about that. <laughs> all cute. So the summer I turned pretty. I was going to say to all the boys I love before. Everybody's <laughs> got to get away from the, the stress of life. Yeah. Also, welcome back because I miss them so much. Are our friends on Love, Victor? So good. Now, this is the final season. Isn't this it? This is it? I think so. I think this is it. So we've had Two very good seasons. Yep. No sophomore season three of Love Victor. It is on Hulu. Love Victor is a good show. Yeah. The summer I turned pretty whatever. But Love Victor is actually a really good show. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a higher quality. If that's what you're trying to get. That's what I'm trying to get. (laughs) Still the team rom-com. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, no, I love it. And I'm sad it is the last one. Well, we're in a love triangle again. Weren't we in a love triangle when we last? I love a good left Victor. Now Benji's out of the picture. Victor and Benji broke up because Benji's an alcoholic and he had to go to rehab. Let me say something that I know you're going to agree with me on. But Benji's smoking hot. Smoking hot. <laughs> Smoking. The new best weird? friend. Is I forget it, his name, but he's not that cute. He's, is it weird that as we get older, we find the young, younger one smoking hot? <laughs> Where are the days where George Clooney was smoking hot? No, now I think the 15 year old Benji. 16 year old Benji smoking hot. <laughs> right. That's a problem. But all right. So love Victor on Hulu again. I would say stream Love, Victor, but it's not for everybody. Christy's saying it's the final season, but it probably should be the final season. It should be. Victor's got to go to college, so he's got to graduate. He's got to find a new pool of guys. Yes, that's true. All right. So there was a couple of comedies. I don't know. I don't do well with comedies. I know you're not a big comedy fan. I know. I don't know what the which is funny because you're a very funny person. I just don't find a lot of things funny. I mean, Arrested Development is my favorite comedy. Of all time. And I find that show funny, like laugh out loud funny. But I don't find things that funny. So God's favorite idiot. I had finished it and I enjoyed it. I watched one episode. It's Melissa McCarthy. What? I forget what the is it Hulu? It is Netflix and it's in the top 10. Of course it is. So the story of this show is that her husband, Ben, wrote this book 25 years ago. And when they were dating, he said, I wrote this book. Do you want to read it? And she was like, you wrote this book, put it in a drawer, never did anything with it and then decided to break it out now and serve it up Netflix. And they said, hey, let's go with it. And the premise is really kind of interesting in a way. Ben's name in the show is Clark. And so Clark gets chosen by God to spread God's word and just get the world back on track. But of course, he's like a schlubby guy who works at a telemarketing place. So why on earth would God pick him is the point. I'm just this regular guy who he lives alone. He's got a cat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so his coworkers, who are all sort of these misfitty kind of people, they believe him and want to help him. They have to come up with ways to help him get the idea out there. But of course. Things happen and make it very difficult to get the word out. The key to the funny on the show is Melissa McCarthy's character, Amelie, 
whose name is really Emily, but she saw the movie Amelie and changed her name to that name. She's the funniest thing about the show. The other characters are good, but I think it's really this character that she created that makes me die laughing. Yeah, I enjoy Melissa McCarthy. She's funny. I don't know. I watched episode one. I like the idea of the show. I just didn't know if that's something I needed to. I, I, I went back to my rom-com. And I don't know if you noticed this because it was in the first episode, I believe. Melissa McCarthy got famous from the Gilmore Girls when she played Suki, remember? Yes, of course. And so the angel that comes down to speak to Clark on God's behalf mm-hmm. was Michelle from the Gilmore Girls. Oh, that's awesome. So I don't think I saw the angel come down yet. Oh, OK. Right he now he's down. just glowing. Oh, OK. Yeah. After the glowing Michelle yeah. from Gilmore Girls. Oh, I love that. I love him. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So I just thought that was kind of cute. So and you finished it. Yeah, I finished it. And how many episodes are there? Eight. But they're half hours. It flew by. And would you tell the listeners to stream it? It's again, not for everybody. If you're looking for something kind of interesting, I don't know that I would say that I would stake my reputation on you must stream it, but I enjoyed it. It was nice. You know, for me, I'm always looking for something just a little different. You like comedies, though. I do. I'm a big comedy person. I'm going with Skip It. Now, there's another one that you told me to watch. So I watched episode one of I Love That For You, which is on Showtime. I think I've only watched two episodes so far. I like it. I have no true decision on stream it or skip it. But the premise is that Vanessa Bayer is a person that as a kid, she had cancer. I don't think I like her, though. She had cancer as a kid. And when she was in the hospital, all she would watch was the Home Shopping Channel. And so her dream in life is to be a host on the Home Shopping Network. First and of all, I think I could be a good host on the Home You'd be Shopping. a great host. Don't you'd you be, think? Yeah, you'd be really good. I only saw episode one, but I bet you they do do this. So they show the screen with a graph of the sales. That's real. Right. So as you're talking and you're selling, I think she was selling pocketbooks or something. So as you're selling pocketbooks, you see it going up like people are buying right now. And then you see it going down. That's like exciting. If it started going down, oh, I have absolutely. to up. Yeah. And so the whole point is that I could she, do that job. She, Vanessa Bear, you know, she wanted to do this her whole life. And then she's not doing well with it. No. And then she lies to her boss who's about to fire her. She lies and says she has cancer. So and they say you need to play the cancer card on the show when you're selling stuff. Talk cancer. So that's basically the premise. I don't know if I'm going to watch another episode. I'm definitely going to stick with it. I don't know that I'm ready to say anything bad. Good. But I'm going to stick with it just because I like the whole home shopping channel. I love the home shopping channel. That's the only thing that they do. It is so cool, right? I love that. Yes. And it's all based on somewhat of a true story, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. Joanna oh. Gold is the person whose story it's based on. I don't know oh. who she is. Oh, I didn't know that. All right. That's interesting. All right. Let's go with the true stories, because there's two true stories that oh, were out goodness. this week. And one is the Teal Swan documentary. Oh, my God. And the other is the JLo documentary. OK, let's do the JLo quick and simple, right? Okay, go ahead. First of all, a lot of things have changed since this JLo documentary. Was she wearing A-Rod's engagement ring? Yes. The entire time. She was wearing A-Rod's engagement ring. That was number one. Number two, the whole thing was about the halftime show and Shakira. Now Shakira is single. Yeah. So there's a lot has changed since this documentary was filmed. It's just a movie. I think it's like two hour movie. That's it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I watched like 15 minutes of it. I thought it turned political and I was out. But you told me that 
you finished it and there was not political. We don't love political. There was one little tiny component of political. And I enjoyed watching her prepare for the halftime show and understand what goes into it. I liked seeing her kids. It was funny because she wore that giant engagement ring throughout the entire documentary. And you saw clips of her and her different boyfriends. There was one tiny A-Rod blip, but yet the ring was on the entire time. Yeah, I noticed the ring. First the only thing. boyfriend who was allowed to even speak in this thing was Ben. It really wasn't about her boyfriends and her relationships. It was more about what it takes to put on the show. And also, I always see this on the Kardashians, but I think that these people spend no joke, at least 50% of their time trying on clothes. Because all she did was try on different outfits, get dressed, get undressed, different outfit for this, different outfit for that, a fitting. What are we going to wear for this? Pull dresses, try on this. The amount of trying on clothes, getting them fitted, trying them back on. It's just insane. But like my point is this, and I was thinking this when, why? Like, why do I need this documentary? Why do I need to know about her halftime show with Shakira. And I, what, what is the point of this? There's no big eye opener. And I feel like we know a lot about J-Lo already. There was no. Why did it take three I, years to drop? I'm telling you, I don't really know. I just enjoyed it because I I liked the whole behind the scenes of the halftime show and understanding what went into it. And but I was out. Yeah, you don't have to watch it. But, you know, for someone who loves her products, I would think that you would oh, want to watch true. it. Right. I do love her. I love J-Lo. I said I love J-Lo. Like when she's debating like well why did they give me half the show and Shakira half the show and uh, I, I don't you're care. honing in on the one five minute section of the <laughs> whole thing that it was five minutes that you're honing in no on. you know what I did like Jenny on the block you know what I did like <laughs> she's in the car she's on a group tax with her family yeah <laughs> and everybody's like go Jets go Jets go Jets we imagine it's just like you know JLo's your sister you're just like hey go Jets Nothing about her nomination for a Golden Globe. It's amazing. That's like I got nominated for a Golden Globe today. And they're like, go Jets. We need a new quarterback. (laughs) Yeah, it was so fun. That part was fun. All right. I don't even know what to say, but. Guess we need to talk about Teal Swan. It's not called Teal Swan. What the hell is the name of the documentary? It's called The Deep End and it's on Hulu. And I'm in a Facebook chat with some women in my town who all are always watching crazy stuff. So Dina Singer, this Facebook friend of mine, she said, we need to watch this show. So she had watched it and told us, all we have to watch it. So, of course, someone tells me I got to watch something. I'm on it. I watched it right away. All in one sitting. I love anything that has to do with a cult. If it's a cult, I am so in. Okay, so this woman's name is Teal Swan. She happens to be, in my opinion, hypnotically attractive. She needs a haircut. She definitely needs a haircut, but there's something that they do to her hair that makes it the shiniest hair I've ever seen in my life. It's It's like they coat it with glass. She's got these crazy green eyes that hypnotize you when she speaks, but she does not take any bullshit about anything. She is trying to help people end their suffering from past traumas. And she got popular on YouTube. And now people come from all over the world to be treated by her at these crazy summits she has. But she has, of course, this inner circle. She's really mean. She's She's very mean, really mean. And the fact that everybody thinks she's a god is bizarro. The premise of this documentary is that she hired an investigator to investigate her, to tell her if what she's doing is considered a cult. 
And I don't think we're ever going to get the report because Teal doesn't like what she's hearing. I don't understand what's happening. I love anything that's cult, like I said, and I've watched so many of them. But this one, people, if you want to watch something wacky, watch this one because this one's crazy. First of all, I think there was a documentary that came out in 2017 about Teal Swan. Yeah, like now I have to go and watch. So that now I'm going to have to go back. There's four episodes and it ends just like leaving me with like, now what? It's like, where is she? Where are these people? Like, you don't know anything. I don't know anything. And listen, I'm fascinated. I'm not so fascinated with cults, but I'm fascinated with these true stories that every once in a while I say to myself, what is going on? Is this is this real life? But it is real life. And what's a lot disturbing is that she has these people that are really in bad places in their life, like very bad. So it's a lot of people that she helps are suicidal people. Yes. Her way of going about it was making me very uncomfortable because although I guess there's been proven success that she's helped probably thousands. I I don't know. I don't know. There's also like a pocket of people that don't leave there feeling good. And she kind of will say, well, that's their problem. They're not ready to do the work. I needed multiple drinks. It was very heavy duty scenario because like when someone will say I'm spending all this money and I still feel suicidal, she'll say, "Okay, let's talk about that. Let's say you do it. Yeah, I know. I can't. No, I can't. Let's not even go down there. First of all, it's Father's Day, Juneteenth. I can't go down there. I I still say you got to watch it. Fascinating, everyone. (laughs) It is on Hulu. What's it called again? It's called The Deep End. The deep ends. Oh, boy. And yes. Pour yourself a cocktail, everyone, because you'll need yeah. a cocktail. It's really rough. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm going to raise my vodka gimlet to Bob Saget. That tribute was amazing. Isn't it fantastic? Oh, my God. Everybody should watch the Bob Saget tribute. I think it's called Dirty Daddy or something like that. I don't know, but I do. It's on, it's on Netflix. It is amazing. The people are amazing. Jim Carrey, John Mayer. It's just all unreal. And I was shocked. Well, shocked when he died, obviously, but of his circle of friends. Like, obviously, I knew John Stamos. He had so many friends. I had no he idea was he was loved friends with Chris by, Rock. Loved by all. But the tribute wasn't sad. It was hilarious and it was great. And he would love it. And they kept saying that, like, oh, he's laughing. He loves this. So, yeah, I want a tribute like that. Like, they oh. just hung out on couches. Amazing. Played music, told stories and. Some of the stories were just so great. I just loved it so much. And I think his family probably took tremendous comfort in that special. And they were all there, which was amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. What I also loved about it is I love watching comedians together because through it all, they still are really trying to one up each other to get the best laugh. So their jokes about Bob or their jokes about each other we're still in the realm of I'm still a comedian throughout all of this stuff. I'm still a comedian. So I just love that. Yeah. Comedians deal with things because no matter what for them, it's all about the laugh. Yeah, it was great. So please Bob Saget tribute on Netflix. Not steering you wrong. It's phenomenal. Wait, so you like comedians, but you don't like comedies and you're funny. <laughs> I would never go to a comedy show, but I mean, I like comedians. You would never go to a comedy show. Well, I mean, I would go to see like Sebastian Mascalo. I find him hilarious. OK, but like Eddie Murphy, would you go see him? I mean, haven't we all done that? Been there, done that? I think I saw a lot of specials. And I'm not into the comedians. <laughs> I love comedians. I know. You. <laughs> I know you do. It's funny yeah. because we have so many differences and yet so many similarities. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so this goes back. So listen, we're all praying for <laughs> Justin, but 
Before I knew he had this condition, I'm one of the lucky ones that got to see the show. So I feel bad for everybody who did not. My small complaint was the fact that it was less than two hours and he has all these songs he didn't play and no encore. Now, I'm not a huge Paul McCartney fan. I mean, I enjoy Paul McCartney, but not a huge Paul McCartney fan. But he just turned 80 this weekend. Yeah. So Mazel Tov, amazing. And he's playing at stadiums, right? He's on like a, I think he did like a 15 or 20 stadium tour. He's finished now. And he was at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. And he played close to 80 songs. He played a seven song encore. He had Bruce Springsteen come out. He had Bon Jovi come out. He did not play 80 songs. No. Oh, you're right. 80, not 80 songs, 40 songs, 40 songs. 80 songs would still be there. (laughs) <laughs> 40 songs and eight, seven or eight song encore. Well, I did. We discussed last week. I went to go see. Oh, we no, we didn't. I was going that night. I went to go see George Thurgood, 72 years old. And I went to go see Sammy Hagar, 74 years old. They played two hours. This is what I mean. These kids have no stamina, no stamina, no. Grit. Now he has a disease. So I have to feel bad for him. So not a disease, a condition, right? Yeah. But all these younger kids like Olivia Rodrigo doesn't play two hours. I think she plays less. Well, than Olivia Rodrigo has three songs all about the breakup. Just, <laughs> Justin has a lot of songs. I'm just saying that's what I said to you the other day when we see Harry. Right. I think he will play for two hours. I think he will. But he also doesn't have the same amount of songs as Bieber. No, but he. But guess what? He can put some covers together, do a little landslide, bring out some Stevie Nicks. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're on music, this is fascinating. So I don't watch the Stranger Things. You watch Stranger Things? You don't watch Stranger Things. I gave things. it up. It was too scary for me. So I guess it takes place in the 80s, right? Oh, yes. I don't guess. Yes. I know it takes place in the 80s. Yes. And there is that a Kate Bush song. It's a 1985 song running up the hill. You've heard it. If, if they played it, you would know what it is. Okay. I, had to, I had to go actually and listen to it on iTunes. But anyway, because of Stranger Things, that song is now number one in the charts. Really? So it was number three in, the, in 1985. And now it's reached number one all of these years later. Isn't that amazing? I want to know the song that Belly sings in the car. I can't get better than that. I guarantee. Oh, that. that's a great song. We're back. I to, guarantee we're you back to the summer. I turn pretty. We should look that up. I love I that, bet song. that song becomes number one. Guarantee. So the kids are watching Stranger Things and the kids are now downloading the song. a 1985 song. What's old is new again. That's true. All right. You know what, though? What's old is not old. what happened to Lauren and Peter old 10 years Dunions. But did they did they give a reason? We're talking yeah. about Lauren. They broke Peter. up after 10 years together. They met on Parenthood. They've been dating ever since. One of our favorite shows of all time. Yes. And, you know, Lauren Graham, I think, could be a, the kind of person that could get on your nerves. So I get that they broke up. 10 How years do you know? Have you ever seen her on a talk show? She's really annoying. Really? Yes. I don't think I've paid attention. Well, take a look. She has this way of talking where you think maybe she's nervous, but she's not. She also speaks a lot like Lorelai Gilmore does, where she, <laughs> these these run on sentences. That's that go two on. mentions of Gilmore girls yeah. in this, in <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sad for them because I'm I like them as too. a couple. I love when I go back and I watch an old episode of Parenthood that I know they're together. Like that makes me happy. Yeah, I get it. I understand. But 
Onions. Okay, well, what's not done is Lincoln Lawyer obviously renewed. We said it was going to be it. renewed. So everybody, because Netflix picked up Lincoln Lawyer. We knew And it. last but not least, of course, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> okay, this story is my you favorite love this story, story of the week. Okay, go ahead. story of the week. Tell the okay, story. So I saw that Charlie Sheen and Denise Richards have three daughters. Yes. One of the daughters is 18 years old. Her name is Sammy. She's had some issues with her mom and had been living with her dad. Now she's back with her mom, but has de- has decided to have an OnlyFans page. So do you know what OnlyFans is? Yes, I do. OK, so basically, I mean, it doesn't have to be true porn. You could be in a bikini, whatever. But the great thing is that in the press, Denise Richards is getting sort of killed in the press because Charlie's saying that would have never happened under my roof. And <laughs> and as we all actually, know, it's actually amazing. I mean, it's the best sentence ever. I wish Denise Richards was still in the housewives. So this would be, oh, come out in the it housewives. Would be great. That would be awesome. Oh, my God. And remember that Look, Sammy was not happy living with Denise because Denise was, quote unquote, too strict. So she goes to live with Charlie. She doesn't live with Charlie anymore anyway. Now she's back with Denise and she's doing whatever it is she's doing from her room or whatever. These only fans. And he's saying this is Denise's fault. This is our fault. Of course it is. My roof. My daughter wouldn't be in porn. Meanwhile, I'm pretty sure that he lost all of his two and a half men money on porn. (laughs) She's in the family business. Right. I think he should just be like, I'm so proud of her. <laughs> Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> it's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Charlie. She best story <laughs> of the week. All right. What do you got for me to wrap up? OK, well, one of the things that we didn't mention is that through all of this, Haley Bieber launched her new skincare line and I she's been on every show see that Rose. and I know you love a good skincare. I and you're a J-Lo person. Uh, maybe I'm going to have to try Haley. But and also Kim Kardashian has a new skincare not line. Doing, doing that, not All these that. skincare lines, which led me down, of course, the name the celebrities that have skincare lines. Everyone. And, well, everybody has one. So I have four different celebrities. One of these celebrities does not have a skincare line. Wow. OK, let's do okay. it. OK, so you have Travis Barker, Pharrell. Selena Gomez and Kristen Bell. These are good ones. I know. And I was amazed that any of these people have skincare lines. Wow. Are there enough shelves in stores for all these skincare lines? Travis, Pharrell, Serena, Kristen. I'm going to say, I know I'm going to get this wrong. I'm going to say Kristen. Oh, that's right. She does not have a skincare line. (laughs) You got it. Oh, my God. Amazing. Can you believe the others do? And guess what? There's a lot more people that have them. Obviously, J-Lo, Kim, Kylie, Haley, Selena, Alicia Keys, Gwyneth, Pharrell, Rihanna, Jessica Alba, Rob Lowe. There's millions of them. All right, Kristen Bell. See, you love Kristen Bell. You threw her in there. I love her. I love her. Well, raise a glass. Hope everybody had a great Father's Day. If you're off for Juneteenth, enjoy your day. Love you. See you next love week. Love you. If you need to talk to us. Check us out on Gmail at we need to talk pod 2020 at gmail.com. Facebook, we need to talk the number two. Instagram, we need to talk podcast. And Twitter at need to talk pod. And of course, check us out on any of your podcast platforms. Rank us, leave a review. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>